Comic Dude Podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. This is a top five episode. It's a show where we pick a topic and we rank things in an order from one to five. Or sometimes people don't rank things. They're just more of a list, more or less, of, of things. Um, but Mary, yeah. what what things are we listing in an order from one to five, ranking or otherwise? No. Oh, it looked like a penis on that piece of paper. No. Oh, Movie sorry. openings. Oh. Top five opening scenes in movies. Yeah. So, that. That's what I said. An opening scene is very important. <laughs> it's got to set the tone, right? And, and right, yeah. right, right, You, you, you remember the really good ones, right? <laughs> right. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. 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 Well, here's the thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mary, yeah. this list was hard for you. Yeah, it was. Why? A little hard. Did I don't know. Cause I, I don't remember opening scenes. I remember movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually... It was harder than I thought it was going to be, but I just thought I knew more. Anyways. I always thought you knew more. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I went there. And Master. I'm really curious to hear your list because mm. I, I have no idea what's going to be it's on all, it. It's all over the place because me and my I mom I feel like Kylie's <laughs> list is movies I've never seen. I don't know why. Oh, just, no, I, I, just I, I doubt it. I'm old, so I, I bet there's okay. some well, of these you can I feel like I know Tyler's pretty well, what Tyler's will be pretty well. I just Kylie was going to show up with some But you two are wild cards Fucking opening scenes. No, mine are different. They're not exactly. Do you think you know what I would pick? Uh, no, We're I have, no, find I have out. no idea. What uh, well, I feel like I know what Tyler. Um, I was wondering. I know I I didn't put some on purposely because I know other people are going to put them on. I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, being the massive Disney fan that I am, this easily could have been five Disney movies for me. Mm. Easily could have been. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Um, same. Easily. Same. Wow. Um, that's when, that, when that's you, something okay. I think Disney does very well. I think that I could have easily done five Marvel movies. Really? See, no, oh, yeah. I see, would, Mary I and I were talking about that. There's only one of a, one MCU movie I could think of that has a great opening. Yeah. Huh. Wow. So, well, you're wrong. Wow. Like a lot <laughs> Did of you guys hear that? You kind of forgettable to me. Like uh, like I had to go back. Like, how does that movie start? Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Which ones? All right. Well, won't go yeah, there. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it's it. also yeah. a matter of opinion, obviously. Right. What? Right. No, but see, these are objective <laughs> top five opening scenes. If you don't agree with us, you're wrong. List. We had a study group <laughs> that was focused, researched. Everybody was surveyed. We did a think tank. With uh, means and maximums and statistics. We had a budget, people. <laughs> With a very ethnically diverse research group. Anyways, Mary? Yeah? What? What's your number five? <gasps> my number five. <laughs> number five. Uh, my Python <laughs> and the Holy Grail. Okay. <gasps> that okay. was almost on my list. <laughs> I love the opening, and I'm including the credits in this because I feel like that well, really the credits sets... credits are hilarious in and yeah. of oh, So I'm including the credits to when they're talking about the, 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 the swallow. The wonder llama. The, oh. Yeah, the, the <laughs> coconuts. And yeah, how yeah, did yeah. you get a coconut? Yeah, the, the whole debate, that, that's become so infamous. Of well, like, it's epic. And oh, then, yeah, it is. What was every llama, time llama. they would end the credits, they What's fired the, the one guy? What's the philosophy of an unladen swallow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just love the credits because they said, well, that person yeah, was not fired. strangers to our land. Again. They can carry a coconut. Oh, they grab it by the husk. <laughs> Coconuts are tropical. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it could have been carried. Yes. <laughs> that is a great opening. I just it remember really watching good. that part where they were like, well, we're going to put it in. You don't realize the the uh, what was it? it wasn't Norwegian what was it Swedish the Swedish credits with all of their dark um, credits with all the O's and everything it's yeah. true yeah. have you guys seen any like mm. foreign Swedish oh mm-hmm. it is yeah. seriously like they have these really dark openings so. yes yes <laughs> they did so good <laughs> there's something great about the way that guy did. Uh delivers the line when he goes he's like he could have he could grip it by the husk he's like it's not a matter of where he grips it it's, it's a weight ratio man. it's just the way he's like how yeah. he grips it I, I don't know why it's so funny to it me is. Well, I he's think like the... an eight ounce bird cannot... well it's the technicalities of cannot carry a being so serious coconut. on the most like stupid conversation where they were like no really if we we're gonna have this conversation it's gonna be very serious but it's so stupid they it was brilliant movie. it perfectly sets the tone for that movie in, in a way that just like this oh. whole thing is gonna be dumb like like if you find this stupid leave now because this is the it's way this yeah, is yeah, the you don't the find movie. this enjoyable this is what you're in this is your well, that, this that all came about if this was, isn't funny to you Feel free to leave because they didn't, this they is didn't have a budget thing. for horses, so they came up with that whole Coconut. bit. Yeah, and that's so iconic. Now. Oh yeah, so the, and it was just a like yeah. we can't we can't do the horses, we can't get right. We can always right. this whole budget issue. So yeah. Oh, I mean that awesome. movie was made on the cheap. Oh yeah, made that's why every cheap. actor they... plays like three parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which just that makes it funnier to me. Actually, and I love the one the ones where you've got like. Uh, the scenes with uh, like John Cleese, where he's playing two parts, but they're showing the whole group, and the other guy is just hiding behind yeah. the shield. And you're like, that's not him. Yeah. <laughs> that's somebody else. <laughs> oh, I, that's one I. That's that's a good one. In all, I thought about that two one. weeks or so yeah. that we've been prepping for this. That's not one that ever mm. crossed my mind, but it's a it's a great pick. Yes, it. I looked through our movies. I saw Monty Python. I'm like. I'm picking that. It's an all-time. I don't know where it will land, but that's where I'm picking it. <laughs> if anyone out there hasn't seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you should. It's do just yourself hilarious. the biggest favor on the planet. Yeah, all, all, it's, it's one of those Monty things Python. like it's truly as good me, as everybody says it is. Me, it's funny as shit. Me. Aaron, my name is. You're number five. I'm very intrigued. Wanted. Ooh, wanted. A Mark Millar movie. Yeah. Now, which opening scene? Mean, the original theatrical one or oh, the Blu-ray? The, I don't wait. Oh, okay. It's the one. Wait, I was. I, I was seriously. I thought it was sorry, the same. It's the one where he's taking the elevator up, right? And he's going okay. to the. Is that which one's no, that? No, the, one? the when they released the Blu-ray, they, wanted? they gave you. They showed you the opening scene where it was like the olden days, and they're doing it with a bow and arrow. Oh, and the, is that the yeah, one where no. they curve the bullet? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, Mitch, the original wanted <laughs> one. Wanted, huh? No, was, just no, um, just the idea of curving a bullet is that, like that's hmm. dumb as shit. Are you serious? <laughs> well, don't watch The Matrix, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, shit. no, I, I like the. Um, For some reason I bought it there. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I I enjoyed it. Um, number one, it was one of the first time you really see that type of movie. It was a, I believe, the director was Russian. Yeah, because he did the. You know what, Angelina Jolie. Day Watch and Night Watch. Oh, I love Day Watch and Night Watch. Morgan Freeman and that There were so many good people in it, but the whole scene had perfect colors because. In this particular scene, he was going to see a seamstress, 
and the colors and the fabric all around. And you see that she's assassin. And it was the first time you see that he's running back and trying to figure out a spot enough to make that jump. So he pushes back against the elevator, jumps across, oh, yeah, yeah. pushes through the glass, across the whole distance to the other building in which he, of course, finds out that he was set up for assassin kill from like miles away. It was enjoyable and it set the stage up for the movie, which was different than a lot of movies you've seen just because of the action and everything. And it was a, it wasn't like the adaptation of the comic. The comic was dark, evil, right? Like they were, they did a good job for that adaptation. Kylie? Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four. Five, my number five, five? is my number five <laughs> number is five. Uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Mm. Yes. My mom was actually going to add that to my list. Uh, we enjoyed it. Um, I like it's all. I, I think there's like one cut in there, but they do it in such a way you, you can't tell. But mm-hmm. it's all just one shot and up to and the, the point where creepy. he's watching his sister make out and he creeps into the house, goes up the stairs, kills her, comes out. It's just yeah, that's. Was it, it I like was the, I like, one shot? I like, it wasn't yeah, though, right? The, I like the technical stuff when they do things like that. We're like, but hey, I we're gonna do this all in one shot. No. No. He, no, no, he kills his sister. That's the whole point. You mean his little sister? He killed his older sister. Okay. It's yes. all coming together. I mean, horror movies might even be more important than uh most other movies in a sense of how how an opening scene needs to hit because you really do need to grip people quickly and try to get them with at least something. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, most, most, not saying all, I'm not trying to generalize, but most horror movies, like, you're not there for a plot, right? The script's not necessarily going to blow you away. You're there to, hey. to get, you know, but, so they, they have to give you something because, like, you're not going to get that invested in the story more than likely. You're going to get, you're there to be scared. So mm. they have to give you something. Yeah. Early on, because it's like uh, stuck with these bland characters that are gonna have you break seen. Ha- down have on you the seen side Halloween? Huh? Oh yeah. Okay, so okay, there. Yeah, he's the one on the list. He's seen. You haven't seen it, but you've seen the new one. I've seen the new one. Oh, <laughs> the new one's fun, right? <laughs> Which is basically a sequel to the first one that I'm okay. talking about. Oh, I've you seen, should watch I, it. See, I haven't seen that one. I've only seen the original, and I've seen the oh, Rob Zombie. Oh, you gotta one. see the new okay. one. It's better than the Rob Zombie. Zombie. The new one's really good. Rob Zombie did a remake of the first. He did two, two of them, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I like this new one. We've seen House of Thousand uh, My Corpses. number five is number five because it's kind of a cheat. And so if... if I didn't know we could if do it's that. Disqual- well, if it's disqualified, then I have a safety net in place How that I can still... I can, I can backtrack into oh, something wait, else. Oh, wait. Oh, so, <laughs> I'll be uh, the disqualifier. So my number, my number five is Watchmen. Um, what? And I thought it was a disqualifier. Well, How? Be, because, because what I'm specifically talking about is the opening credits. Okay. So, so I don't. No, but you so could I don't know if both, that counts though, right? because the the op- But but if it doesn't count, I'm perfectly fine with just accepting that the opening scene of comedian I getting killed as my number five as well. I can't so, believe you picked that as number five. I would just say. That I put it as number five because I felt like I was kind of cheating a little bit, so I couldn't uh, put it higher. I would include it with the I credits. don't think so. I would just say this, including I the credits. I think that opening yeah. credit scene. Oh, it's the best. With the right? Bob Dylan song. It tells you so much backstory. My goodness, really. you guys it's, ruined my number one. It's your number one. <laughs> it's my number one. Damn. I purposely right. did not um, include it on my list because I knew one of you was going to do it. 
because I mean, it's amazing. It's a movie we I talked about, about a lot. Quite a bit. Obviously, oh, yeah. we adore this movie because we bring it up so much. It was so good. It's beautifully shot. It was the first scene that I thought of when oh, yeah. you're talking about uh-huh. opening scenes. That's the first one that I thought of. So that's okay. why it's my number one. Um, it is it, epic. It's forever yeah. stained. I don't want to say stained. It's just and forever, it's forever linked to that too. Bob Dylan song for me now. Oh, like yeah. If I ever hear that Bob Dylan song anywhere, do, it's right? immediately where I where my mind oh, yeah. will go. Yeah. Um, but even just that opening scene of the comedian getting attacked in his apartment is phenomenal. The, the, the fight choreography is Great. incredible. I think, again, this was, uh, Snyder yeah. was off of 300, right? This right. is right after 300. So yep. he was in his prime doing the slow-mo perfect, you know, those steps. The whole movie was gorgeous, but it was like quintessential. It so is, too. Yeah, but it was oh. quintessential in the beginning because it set the stage. And then I would indeed count that because even I was showing my mom going, well, I don't know if they would let us count the tr- you know the credits but the credits in and of itself was like a mini movie it really yeah. is they, they, so i they was do, like i don't so see much. how you and cannot. the easter eggs that are in some oh, of those scenes if you pay so attention are oh so good like it's getting to the point where like a few years ago it was like oh yeah there's some people that really don't care for this movie that's a bummer like i'm almost to the point now where i'm like fuck off if you don't like watching <laughs> yeah because like, i i adore every time i watch it i like it more mm-hmm. i'm like i adore this fucking yeah. movie but it was beautiful literally go to hell it deserves <laughs> like, literally you go, go to hell fuck you die. Go let's fuck put it yourself. this way it deserves like the full spectrum of the score because it to me i i purposely did not that list soundtrack it is incredible you guys were going to listen, so someone else was going to talk. All right. right, all right. That's um, fair. That's I'm my number ruin, one. I'm sorry to ruin Mary's number one. Wow. But, uh, so rude. I put it as number five because I, I didn't one. know if I was kind of <laughs> cheating there. So I was I like, mean, okay, I, could, I can't but... really put it much higher than but five. Would you consider that opening credits opening credits? Or, like, for me, yeah. it was like a I know, what but... What else is it? <laughs> but it was like a mini movie. Who has done credits like credits. that? It's opening credits. It just shows like the history. It might be it's my not like opening credits or anything. Like seriously, I, I, I can't think Who's of opening a, credits. Would you prefer? Over I can't that? think of an opening. Spider Man Two does kind of the same thing. Spider Man Two does it with a with a awesome Danny Elfman score and then Alex Ross paintings. Mm-hmm. Huh. But I don't know this one. Yeah. I don't know. This Talks is like an art form to me. Well, she was just asking me who else does right. that. I'm like, well, Spider-Man 2 is kind of similar. Yeah, but I wouldn't put that stuff. anywhere near this. No, me personally. I'm just saying suck my dick. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mary, what is your number four now that your now? number one has been ruined <laughs> oh, shit. by uh, me? What do you got, babe? Goddamn, Samoas are good. <laughs> the shit. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'll pick um, my number four will be Hunchback of Notre Dame. What? Hunchback the old live of action Notre black Dame. and white thing? No, no, the Disney one. I've never seen it. You uncultured <laughs> swine. Wait, no, no, stop. That actually Is that the one where she does bit. the pole dance with the spear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know of that. But that's, that's not scene. the opening not scene. scene. <laughs> that's not the you opening scene. Twi- How dare you, sir? <laughs> yeah, there's a pole dance in there. <laughs> the, this, this opening scene is pure perfection. Like Ooh. Never seen it. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> If you're a fan of animation in the, in, in the way that I am, like... I'm you, a fan you, of animation. I'm disgusted you with really you. You really pay attention to the art form itself. All the architecture and everything, all that shit's hand painted. The buildings, the how, the church itself, it's fucking gorgeous. And like this, opening, the opening scene, music, the way, the... and 
epicness of the chase of chasing the gypsies and then um very he's gonna it's throw very... the baby down a well it's yeah so since they haven't seen it let's explain it. so the, so okay. the opening scene <laughs> zooms in zooms into zooms. notre dame church right there's a gypsy outside that has like a little cart and he it's, it's all a musical number obviously because it's a disney movie mm-hmm. but um he's he's singing who rings the bells up there well there's this old story that Many years ago, there was these gypsies that were hiding under the docks, and they had this secret hideout. Judge Claude Frollo was like the villain of the movie. He's Frodo? like stupid Frollo. Frollo. Oh, not um, I was excited for a second. He he's like the high ranking guy in Paris. At the, this movie takes place in Paris, like hundreds. Of They're hunting down. Gypsies. They're hunting down gypsies because the the, the, the Catholic evil. Church has such a rule on there. They don't follow the church, basically. Yeah. Um, can they do pole dancing? So and shit? these gypsies are trying to sneak away, but the one lady has a small baby with her, and the baby starts crying, and it gives them away. Um, this lady tries to run away on foot from Frollo on his horse. She gets to the doors of Notre Dame and tries to plead for sanctuary, and Frollo gets there and he kills her on the steps of the church. Um, the the is it a priest? Yeah, priest, priest comes out of the church and was like, "Shame on you! Look what you've done on the steps of our church, no less." Blah blah blah, and. Uh, the since the lady had a baby with him, the the he was gonna drop the baby down the well, like be done with this whole thing, kill the Jesus. baby. And she, he's like, you can't do it, you can't do it. And he's like, well, what the hell would you have me do? And he says, you need to take this child, raise it as your own. And the baby is like, even just as, as an infant, he can tell the baby's like deformed, like it's not, it doesn't yeah. look mm-hmm. good. And so, um, do do most babies? <laughs> there, there's this really great line in the song. Where he says, uh, he says, Frollo gave him uh, a cruel name, a name that means half-formed Quasimodo. Um, it, it, and it, it's, it's such a dark thing for a Disney movie within the first like three minutes to introduce murdering a child into the movie. Like, I'm just going to drop this baby down the well. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what else do you do? It, the animation's yeah, incredible. <laughs> the music is so good. Like Because it's Notre Dame, like, it's very choir themed through the music i mean alan Menken wrote the score he's one of the best disney composers of all time but there's very large choirs of mute of people singing throughout this movie and just gives it that big giant you know Penis. feel yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Penis>. <laughs> uh hunchback of notre dame yeah mary well played okay yeah gorgeous give it a Not chance my Aaron. List, but i will i'm totally oh, 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 oh yeah it's it's one of the Darkest did they Disney start, movies ever made. Did they it's break out in really song a lot? Oh, well, yeah, it's a musical. Yeah, no, I can't. No, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot, but as much as any Disney movie, there's I, I six don't to handle eight songs. That well. Like it, it's like one of those ticks of mine. People, who... I can I can do an animated one more than live action. Oh, uh, everything I mean, about for a Seinfeld that re- reference. Out, Jason Alexander's like... in it. Is he Quasimodo? No, he's one of the gargoyles. <gasps> Which are like the worst part of the movie. <laughs> are they but, racist uh, gargoyles? No. Shut up. I like the gargoyles. <laughs> They're just... Uh, are like, they the Jar Jar Binks I, of the... Be, because, because the story is so dark, I think at some point somebody at Disney was like, we have to like add something, lighten this movie a little bit. So Quasimodo, because he's by himself in the church, he has these gargoyles that he talks to. Uh, and, but which kind of makes it unfortunately, sad. Unfortunately, most right? of their stuff is non-funny fart jokes and just like... It, it, oh, whoa, it, it whoa. Adds this, <laughs> whoa. Not funny fart jokes. Non-funny oh. fart jokes? There is so, not such a thing. Like, they're, oh. they're there for this comic relief in an otherwise really dark and serious movie, and it feels like this conflict there where it's like, you guys... I don't know. I, I mean, never saw a conflict. I still don't see a conflict. Huh? 
That's good. Okay. Awesome. Anyways, yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame is fucking fantastic. And that opening scene is perfection. Yes. It's really good. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not interested in the movie, at least go on Disney Plus. Just watch that first, like, three, four minutes of it. It's and then jump to the pole dancing episode. The the, part, right? yeah. Esmeralda, man. That's uh, Demi Moore. I isn't loved it? Everett. I think Esmeralda. She, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is Demi Moore. I wanted to be Esmeralda. When I, was I don't a child. want to be Demi Moore. Like, <laughs> I don't know who like, that is. There's a lot better paths you can go down the line, trust me. I don't know well, who she, that she is. Had a, she had a moment. <laughs> don't they all? Who is that? Who? Demi Moore is married. Well, she was married to Ashton Kutcher. She was, yeah. I don't know who that is. Mary, she was oh, married to Bruce Willis. I, I know who Ashton Kutcher is. Striptease? Did you ever see Striptease? No. Classic cinema. <laughs> Aaron, what's your number four? Something about striptease and classic cinema in the same sentence. Even if you're not familiar with that movie, just those words. Have you together. seen Joe Girls? Classic cinema. <laughs> classic cinema. Have you seen Porky's? Classic oh, cinema. Really? Yes. All this is classic. <laughs> you're making my case. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with. Uh, oh, sorry. My number four, Scream. The first Scream you movie. Bitch. Oh, is that your so number four? Good. That's my number two. Oh, oh so I'm good. So sorry, I just guys. recently watched. I, I this. forget that you guys are such horror fans, and I'm really not. So she, lot, she is not. A, a lot I'm of not, these, a lot of these didn't cross opening. my mind. I do have these, a lot of horror things But you're picking ones on that I know, so I'm like, oh yeah, Scream, iconic, uh, iconic uh, opening. Sorry, I actually Very have well a, a couple scary of horror though. movies on there because I'm not. I am truly not a horror movie. So when I first watched, you're not, you're a, horror not a horror movie. She's just a horror. Yeah, ugly written character. Or my life is a horror movie. So, I don't like horror movies a lot. I like the um I don't know, Kylie She when we for when we were first oh my dating God, was so sad. um I she acted Halloween. all tough and whatnot. <laughs> no, and I'm I made not. her watch Hellraiser. Hellraiser one and two. Oh, and she never, never she was oh. not a horror oh they're they're pretty fucked up. Yeah, they're And they're, she's not into horror movies and I made her I desensitized her with Hellraiser. No, no, no. The final breakthrough was that the Asian one. I can't. the killer. Oh my god, that thing! I was just sat there two hours and five minutes of my life. Kylie fell asleep, and I watched the whole thing. It was horrible. People masturbating into bushes. And there, oh, it was like they were ripping skin. It had every kind of kind of horrifying thing in it, but. I'm not a horror fan. So Scream, I just recently watched Scream. Have you never seen it before? I hadn't seen it until this last Halloween. Just just the first one? Have you seen any of the others? No. So Scream was the one movie I realized that they could mix horror and comedy very well. And I'm not saying... I, I don't like the gore, but even now you look at it, it didn't have heavy duty gore like they have in like Hostel. Originally the opening scene was pretty horrific and they had to slice... When they were when they bit. were coming up to her body hanging from the tree, I mean oh, okay. that was really. I mean her entrails were hanging and out. Scream, correct me if I'm wrong, was kind of like a a savior for horror movies at that time, right? Oh, yeah. They, they oh, fall, yeah. They'd fallen way out of popularity, and mm-hmm. Scream was kind of like the first. It did. It came in the back. '90s, the first real big was horror like movie in, in a while. And right. I, but it was the one that said that you can have comedy. But if you're talking about an opening sequence that you, um, not that you. I guess horror movies, there is that aspect, right? But I don't think people were expecting that per to start the movie. At so least, iconic, especially though. when you watch the trailers leading up to it, you're like, "Oh, Drew Barrymore's in this. This is going to be great." Oh yeah, and then kill her off. They just slaughter her in the first opening right. scene. You're like, "Oh!" But like as soon as you bring it up, like it's so iconic. Like, I picture it in my head, Drew Barrymore yeah. on the phone. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's and she so doesn't. It, but it's good. so. It is kind of one of those moments where you're like, there is that odd 
innocence. She is a kind of a bitchy kind of character, right? Like, but is there that odd innocence of it where someone calls her up and she's like, oh, my favorite horror movie, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, they always let, yeah, but it's always like that dick moment where you're like, God. The chick can't live. I mean, it was perfection. Oh, no, was the, he did it, it so well. Parents. Like she, The parents were there, oh, and she's trying to yell for them. That was heartbreaking and, still. And so that's the thing maybe why I like it so much. And still it's legitimately sad. frightening, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, and because it was so sad where all she wanted to do was get her mom, and the mom was so upset. Like, oh, my God, my daughter, I can hear her voice. So it hit every important thing. And to be honest, I think Drew Barrymore did better in her acting in those scenes than some the main chick in it. Who was she? How dare you, Nev Campbell? Don't you talk about Nev that way? I'm sorry. How dare you? I thought um, she like she did. For, for me personally, those will always be the scary movies that hit me more. Like the, some of the supernatural stuff and stuff is is fun to watch, and you get you can yeah. get into it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 the, but at the end of the day, it's like Scream and Michael Myers, whatever. It's like just a guy like mm-hmm. who am i scared of i'm scared of a fucking crazy dude like yeah. that like yeah. i'm not really scared of a fucking demon possessing somebody yeah. Yeah. until you can handle really that demon stuff. possesses some no if it was but, real but you know exactly like I, yeah I, I just i don't buy any of that shit but i definitely yeah. buy a fucking crazy dude that would break into my house and murder me yeah, yeah. i can watch paranormal stuff shit. i can watch the demon stuff and like yeah. they'll get me like with jump scares exactly. and like it's creepy but like it's not something that i'm gonna have like nightmares about anymore exactly. the thing is, like, when i was younger i would but scare me while I'm watching it. While Anything I'm watching it, I can real. get scared. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm that not gonna lie really in bed that me, night like, and be like, "Logistics oh, of having you know, like, like a, versus like something yeah. like Mike Michael Myers, where it's like, I'll lie in bed, and be like, "Fuck." So <laughs> my, in my closet. I was wa- yeah. we were I was watching the boy. I think that's what it was called, the boy. Um, and it was like that doll she, or yeah, whatever, she's, right? She's the nursemaid to the doll. Yeah, yeah so yeah. and so I was watching it with a friend, and we were and. I was just like joking around, and then once it got to, oh no, this is a guy the, living in the walls. The I'm twist, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it was my friend Kimberly. The I'm twist. like, Kimberly, this is what's scary about this movie. Now I am scared, mm-hmm. and she's like, really? Yeah. I'm really? like, yes. Oh yeah. yeah. For for the first little bit, I'm like, this is ridiculous, and then I thought it was like the doll was haunted. I'm like, okay, this is stupid. Then you find out that no, there's someone living in the, in walls. the walls. I'm like, okay, that's fucked up. That's scary. <laughs> really. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Kylie? Someone living in the wall. You're number four. What if somebody's My living in your four? walls, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, they are not. It's an ivory home, people. They are not living in the walls. That's true. That's true. I'm all like, oh, all right. Anyways, Kylie. <laughs> sorry. Oh, she name drops. It's an ivory. It's an ivory we home. all know there this is, is nothing. Honda. Hell, there How is. How dare you? There is probably not even like anything in there. Believe me, there is no uh, one living in there. That's- Easily the most famous thing from that movie. People still. That's quote a fun that. movie too. It is. Yeah. It's, but it's like, nothing that's, amazing. That's Employee people, of the month. That's the thing people quote the most. Though. Everyone remembers that shit. It's a, this is an '89 Honda. That's when they're knocking what the golf dude, balls on the Dude, dude, dude wearing my car is just dude, dude's wearing my awesome. Car. I love dude wearing my car. Um, I can't remember to, to go off on a little. You're number four. Who was the lady on in Dude Wears My Car? Um, who was the uh, actress? Which, which I don't know. The the main actress. I don't know. The they blonde were, lady, they right? Were, they were interviewing her, and they they said they were going to do a sequel, and it was going to be called Seriously, Dude, Where's, Where's my, car? my Car? And I'm like, oh, that would have been amazing. Uma Thurman. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. Uma Thurman. Okay, my number four right. is The Matrix. <gasps> I was wondering. So again, I didn't put any of The Matrix. I wasn't which. Well, wasn't and that, that's one we I, I popped on HBO Max and just watched the... <sighs> 
the so openings. Good. The second one has a good opening, but it's not the full scene. The mm-hmm. full scene um, happens later on in the right. movie, so it's like ah, I like that scene, but it's not the whole, the whole thing. Right. The, so the first one's the first one's uh, awesome. Yes, and that's and it, it also goes back to and some you, of the effects twenty years later. You're like ah, okay, but still decent. What happened yeah, to they're, they're not bad. So, the opening scene, I can't remember. I think I've seen the Matrix you. once. Really? Yeah. Are you Matrix serious? Um, I've seen it so many times, and in the and theater. the only scene it that I remember, so the only awesome. scenes that I remember is the pills, and then the the. Huh. Oh wow. no! So the this opening, is she's sitting oh, in a, so She's sitting behind a desk. I was the cop, too young The cops come movie. up. Um, she kind of they you know she gets up, puts her hands behind her head. The chase. Scene. She like kicks the chair, and then she does oh, that. Yeah. She does that weird little jump, and like the, everything, the camera spins it's around. It's the first her, time she does the that. Kick and, yep. and that that that's but iconic. Seeing in that itself. for the first time in the movie theater oh, when that came out, epic. it was like, what the fuck is this movie? Right. This is amazing. Oh, I saw that Matrix in the theater was caught, so like oh, yeah. at least so five times. It was so much. Like fun. that's one where I I don't mind spoilers i really hate this whole fucking spoiler culture with yes i I can't stand it so when people come up to me like do you mind spoilers i'm like unless it's a matrix type of a twist i you could tell me whatever you want but like if you would have told me what the matrix is i think that would have kind of ruined the movie for me the matrix but going into that just seeing the trailers back then like I don't know what this movie is, and then and then when cool. you wa- just sitting in the theater, like when we walked out, my the friend I had gone with told me that someone had told him what the spoiler was. I'm like, right. oh my god, I would have been pissed off because right. this was such an experience. Keanu Reeves is like a bona fide movie star in that movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like I know, like he, I mean, he'd been in in plenty of things mm-hmm. prior to the Matrix, but I think the Matrix to me was like Keanu Reeves was. The action star. Yeah, a, mm-hmm. a top-notch. Movie well, the most star. interesting thing about it is being in the the listening commentaries and listening to um, documentaries and doing that stuff. The Matrix is a fascinating beast for us because there are so many people who diss it, like the second and third movie. But if you research or listen to it, they actually had the Matrix as a three-part movie early on, but they knew they wouldn't be able to do it. So they were told they need to make a movie to prove they could do it, and they did what's called Bound. That movie was awesome. So I watched Bound in order to, like, because based on this commentary. So they actually had all three parts at the time and the end of Matrix. They knew it was going to be a three-parter. And yet everybody was all pissy about it, and they were very confused by that part two. And I was like, guys, it's not that hard to follow along. But it was beautifully done, and I enjoyed it thoroughly, all three parts. I think it's a great trilogy. And now we're getting another one, finally. So. Yeah, so now it won't be, I can't count it as my favorite trilogy, because they're going to fuck that up. Now it's a saga. Yeah. Yep. All so I Back know to the Future is will now take its place. I don't know. They Anytime you up. can have what is her name? I just don't Bidu- like that third Biducci? one nearly as much, man. Really? I really don't. She's a Back to the Future. I really I don't. enjoyed really? it. Okay. Back yeah. to the Future, really? First one is huh. easily a top ten favorite movie I've ever seen. Second one's the best. Se- se- I- second one is very good. Like fir- first one like is Western? like instant classic. I don't like westerns either. So the third one is definitely low on my list. Yeah, but I but I it, love Back to, to me the, the third future. one's a, a pretty steep three. drop off yeah. from the other hmm. two. I don't think it's I, like one. Yeah. It's like one, two, and then they filmed them together. Three. That's yeah. the best yeah. part. All right. 
Anyway, are you at number Tyler, four? Number, number four. four. Yeah, my number four. Um, so <clears throat> my number four is going back to the realm of of Disney? children's Disney. movies or all ages movies. Baby. Um, like one, of, one of the things that makes it great with this partnership between Disney and Pixar is that oh. Pixar, oh Pixar, Pixar's up. strengths are nowhere near. Oh, oh. oh that's a good opening. That's Why do you ruin one. all of my? <laughs> what the um, hell? It takes you forever to set up the stage. Is it right. up? Is it really? <laughs> it is. Because that's oh my god, but that's awesome. Good, yeah. One of the one of the great things is that Pixar's strengths are nowhere near where Disney's strengths are, and vice versa, and and. I, I love that they're so different and like at the end of the day Pixar does are just Pixar, Pixar are great storytellers that that at the end of the day like they're just Disney great storytellers and almost to the point that they can tell a great story within five minutes or less and I mean they've proven it in the little shorts that they'll mm-hmm. do but mm-hmm. that the opening scene to Up oh, is is one of the most heartbreaking so you're going up to the things. credits right right yeah so. We meet young Carl, right? And then he meets no. Ellie, and she's just this oh full of life adventurer girl that she just wants. She has all of these plans, and then we get to watch their life together. And they have this plan that eventually they're going to get to <laughs> this so place sad. that she always wanted to go to when she was a kid. And they have eventually they're like, "We're going to make it happen." They start putting the jar out. We're going to start saving oh, money, no. and, then, and just life happens. Things always keep coming up that eventually they have to keep breaking and the piggy told banks, with no words yeah no words at all and it's it's just this beautiful little story beautiful piano music and then we we see their life get older together and then the 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 subtlety of him running up the hill and her getting a little slower behind him it was when they when they cut to, well, I mean, when they kind of stumble up the hill, right? And, yeah. and then, well, I mean, there's even the heartbreak before that, where you see where they're trying to have kids, and then they see that they can't, and then <laughs> then they start getting older and older, um, and then all of a sudden it's them in the doctor's office, and then it's just him there, and they're in like the funeral home, and the way it's done is so amazing. It's one of those things like only Pixar could do. And they're just so good at it. The music is is incredible. The animation, obviously, but just that the storytellers at Pixar, dude. Like a lot of them, you're, lot crying, of people, you're crying before the movie even starts. Yeah, really. really? Yeah. No, I and, cry. At, it happens in Pixar because Up is one of my favorite movies. I so love good. Up. I watch that so much. So I can't though because I cry every time, and I can't help it because Pixar, I cry man. at the end of the thing with him. But I cry when he's. You in look the, at Coco. You look at Inside mm-hmm. Out. You look mm-hmm. at some of these other movies. Like they're just incredible storytellers. The folks over Up there at Pixar, they really are. It's when he's like, in the court. They're all a lot by more himself. than Woody and Buzz. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. think. Oh, Pixar. You know, Finding Nemo and shit. Like. If I Nemo is a great movie, but like Pixar, when when they really want to tell a good fucking story, dude, they do it, and oh, it's just so sad. I, there, there's so many cute moments in there when they're painting the mailbox and stuff, and he gets his hand, big old handprint on there, and he he he. he oh crap like he made a mistake and she just laughs and she puts her handprint on the middle it, I never laughed and it's weird stage. because this whole scene is like less than a few minutes oh, you but bring him up a lot though <laughs> it's it's less <laughs> than a, awesome. just a couple of minutes but you feel like it you began. saw their whole life together like you feel like you know the life that oh, yeah. they had in such a short amount of time that's hard to well, do Mary's already crying it's, it's really hard to <laughs> do oh my god guys it's so emotional <clears throat> that's a good that's a good pick yeah up is up is beautiful so far, no one's said anything that has been a runner-up for me, which is kind of interesting. 
I, I like this. I like I like the, so the diversity. Up is here. my number four. I mean, I, I I feel like it's one of those scenes everybody has seen. So no, not what really. else is left to say about it? But it's amazing. It's it's incredible. Mary, yes, number three. My number three is going to be Snowpiercer. What's the opening really? of Snowpiercer? The opening of Snowpiercer. So they have like. Um, the news people are talking about like what's happening in the world and then it opens up with um it's captain america he's not captain america in this obviously oh, and they're is. on the she train means, she means chris evans chris evans that guy he but, ate a baby <laughs> uh so they're on the on train Instagram. and he and you can just i, I just really like the opening scene because it just really sets up like this world that they live in they live on this train they're obviously these dirty yeah. gross people that they're set up to be mm. um and they're guarded by these guard by the guards they're the and they're, they're they're the, the poor people the you can tell they're the poor mm. people and then poor the guards people. are just really mean to them they count them and then they ask does anybody know how to play violin the people up front want somebody to play violin and then you have this old couple that are like well we used to play together we could both go and they're like no we only need one and then they beat the shit out of his wife uh, and that—that's what I would consider to be the opening scene. Because then after that, then mm. then it starts with the that's plot. That's right. So I did like Snow. Seen? Have you watched the TV series yet? No, I didn't even it? know there was a TV I saw series. A it's like on it FX. I think it's on mm. HBO FX, right? Max. That, has the first season? Oh, okay. Is this like after? I don't know. The I think they're just adapting the comic different? better. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I yeah, did enjoy. I'd be interested to watch it. Right. I didn't know that there was a TV. Virgo I just know the... Right? No, it's like Titan. Is, oh, Titan okay. has the publishing rights here. I don't know the actual... Oh, okay. Originally, what, who, who published And I didn't that. even know that it was like a graphic novel or anything. That it was... That's why I always comic. say Chris Evans is probably the one actor who has been in the most comic book movies. Because you've yeah. got Fantastic Four, Captain oh, yeah. America, Scott Pilgrim. That's um, true. He's diversified Snowpiercer, yeah. Snowpiercer, yeah. He's... Definitely diversified his portfolio. Aaron, your uh, number three. Num- my number three is Hot Fuzz. I don't know what that Hot is. Hot Fuzz. What's that? Cop movie. Yes. Yep. Simon <gasps> Pegg. The guys Sun- who did Shaun of the Dead. It's it's Shaun- and I was actually going to choose Shaun of the Dead, but my mom said I couldn't have two equal kind of type of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hot Fuzz has. <laughs> like, actually, but my mom said I couldn't, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mom said. Well, we weren't. We got Hot Fuzz first, and then you look at Sean and Dead opening, and it is kind of similar. But Hot Fuzz was one of those movies that just cracks me up, and it had the whole. S- Hot the- Fuzz is one. It took me multiple watches to, to. Oh my god, I loved it right off the bat. To get to where everyone else is with that movie, like it's so great. I'm like, but there's Sean of the Dead. You've got Shaun of the Dead. Oh no, Shaun of the Dead is amazing, and the opening. And end awesome. of the world. I mean. Oh ugh. no, end of the world's good, but Hot Fuzz has that moment where it's going. World, world's end. That's what it is. The world's yeah. end. Yeah. So Hot Fuzz has this moment where he's this this cop who is perfect, and it's it's basically what would happen in a cop movie, and that action sequence if it was the most boring job ever. Because when they made it, they thought to themselves, what happens about paperwork? So you know all those like fast scenes and the cop movies where the guns, but it's like paperwork and the boring scenes of life. And it's it's epic. And so here is this top-notch British like 
in you know like uh SWAT kind of version and he's doing all these things and he's so good he's so good that he pisses everybody off because he's so good so they're showing him about like how he takes everything down he takes down far there was this what was it father christmas was the director oh it was peter jackson yeah and so then it it comes to him and they're like we're going to give you a a promotion and he's like and it's the promotion to the end of this like stupid town that's like the most it's called the most happiest town or the most beautiful town ever because they don't want him in the precinct anymore because he's too good. And he's like, you can't do this to me. And he's all, what, you need my boss? And so they bring in like these famous British actors come in and they all tell him, he's all, you can't do this to me. I'm gonna take it to the team. And his team is so done with him. They have these signs that he comes out. They have out. like the farewell sign yes, like, going away. So oh. Oh. <laughs> but it was, it was perfectly done. It was the way the the writer uh, only I think they even have narration over it. Talking oh my about god, the, it was so good! How much of a badass he is! And, and he gets to this town, and it's this podunk town that's they're the it's the best town ever. So it's they've won the award over and over, and it's pristine. Everybody's happy. There's no crime. Like the biggest thing is they have to chase a swan around, and so it's just it was epic. Anyways, if you haven't seen the Hot Fuzz, dear God, you just watch just watch those trilogy movies. Oh my God, Shaun it's the Dead, so Hot much Fuzz fun. And World's End. So if you watch them though, just realize the cool thing about Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End, the director and writer team is it the same? It's Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah, he's so tight that everything comes back to play. So you can watch Shaun of the Dead. Like 15 times, and you can keep watching parts where they hint at, you know, he's a, he's a woman killer, and he's always around women. And then as a zombie, when he's being eaten, he's surrounded by all women. And so it's that type of writing. And Hot Fuzz is the same way, so. Baby Got Driver. It. Your number three? My number three uh, is J.J. Uh, Abrams' uh, reboot of Star Trek. Oh. oh. I was wondering huh. if that was on your list. That's no, it's, it's beautiful. It's good, and that's another one. Like by the end, you're like tears are rolling down your face as the as the opening things yeah. coming up. I'm like son of a bitch, I'm crying and stuff. Because it was, and he had the music going, oh, yeah. and the it's, and she's all like, "Are you coming?" And he's so handsome in his Star chair. Oh, okay. So, uh. as a as a non Star Trek fan. This was the first time that somebody had gotten me to give a shit about Star Trek. That, I know! That first movie, for me personally, was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed the fuck out of it. I think I, I didn't see the last one. I saw this one. Last I saw one. I saw Into Darkness. Uh, Into Darkness um, was amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, the I, last I, one I, I, I argue with Star Trek really fans. Really fun that, movies. Really yeah. fun movies. Yeah. Uh, this goes this goes back to like the Matrix for me, where it's that experience. The, it's also I'm thinking back to the experience of seeing that for the yeah. first time in the theater. Um, that was a good. I being a Star Trek fan, I was really hesitant of this reboot. Um, great cast too. Oh great yeah, great fucking cast. But I was just like, I don't watching the trailers. I'm like, I don't know about this. To Chris get the, Pine was pretty, probably the pretty perfect, boys and Chris Pine was the perfect choice though yeah. to to. Redo Captain Kirk like in, in a way that you fun. can get people to accept it. Oh yeah, I love Chris. And Pine. I love I love the Spock they have in those movies. Oh yeah, I think he's fucking but cool. we we were 
Um, it was opening, not opening We were night. doing a thing for the comic shop I used yeah. to work for, and it was opening night. They wanted. They actually called us up to see if we wanted to do a booth and sell some stuff at the booth. Oh. And she's like, "You like Star Trek? You want you want to go down there and run the booth?" I'm like, "If, oh, that's if I can, if you can get me in to see the movie, because I was like at that point I didn't want to pay for it because right. I didn't know what it was going to be. I'm like, if I can, if you can get me in to see the movie, that's I'll go run night. the booth for you. Yeah. And then yeah, just that opening scene, and I'm like, and she did, she got you in the movie. Oh yeah, and I oh, was yeah, just like, was oh my god, this is this is amazing. This and like you got yeah. uh, Chris Hemsworth oh. for that opening little bit that Makes you know sad. Kirk's dad and. He he, so he gets to hear his son. They just needed Chris Evans, um, and then they had all the Chris's that matter. <laughs> he gets to hear the birth of his son, and they he helps name him, and then he dies. He, you know, he sacrifices was, uh, himself. This there was pre-Thor too, because yeah. I remember when they when they were You're right like, when they were kind of gearing up for Thor. They're like, "Who's playing Thor?" And a lot of people were like, "Do you remember the guy in Star Trek?" Because it was like Kirk, a, Kirk's a year or two earlier. Yeah, yeah. so this is a pre-boost of mm. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Which, I mean, now he's just, like, a fucking another major movie star. Exactly, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pre-boom. But yeah, that's Star Trek. Right. So, so out of my three, you've seen those so far. All right. I'm, impre- all right. I'm impressed. I thought I thought Kylie was going to have all kinds of weird fucking <laughs> shit I'd never seen. <laughs> Give it time. I thought it was going to be like, Pink Floyd, the wall. You know what? Let me tell you. It's on there. <laughs> you know what? That was, that was one of my, that was on my list for a little bit there. I know. All right, my number three. You've What's seen your the number wall, three? Though, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, but I thought it was be weird shit like that. <laughs> there's not weird shit about the wall, the dude. Wall? Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Oh my about god. The wall. <laughs> the wall. Come the on. Wall. You just watch a wall? No. We all. Are You're just another sad. brick in it, honestly. Do they paint the wall? <sighs> oh Do you watch Lord. paint dry on a We're, wall? It's gonna be more. Okay. Well, right my What's your number three? My number three. We're getting something that Mary's not going to ruin. Because she, she doesn't know what it is. Is it down? It. Because she doesn't know what it is. Oh. <laughs> is it down? <laughs> is it down? Because you did up. <laughs> I get it. She got it. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Uh, my number three. I got it. Didn't care for is, it. <laughs> saw it. Got it. Fucking hated it. <laughs> my number three is such an iconic movie scene. It's. Uh, one of the most iconic movie characters singing one of the most iconic movie songs of all time. My number three is... Uncle Remus? No. no. I like that's the opening scene. I know it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But my number three is the Muppets movie. Oh, okay. Um, I Hmm. love... The uh, I, I love the way the camera goes into the swamp and you you got Kermit there singing Rainbow Connection. Such a beautiful song. It's like... One of the most, uh, I don't know, just famous movie songs of all time for a reason because it's so good, um, and like it's fucking Kermit the Frog, dude, and not even just Kermit, but like it's Jim Henson doing Kermit, uh, which obviously adds kind of another. I mean, like the the people they've done Kermit with since Jim Henson's passing have done a good job, mm. but you'll never beat that. Yeah, you know, it's like uh the fun and fancy free whatever when you he- hear Walt Disney doing Mickey and stuff it's just it's one of those things that's like this that was his baby dude that was yeah. his his thing and to see Kermit sitting on the log with his little banjo man I don't know it just it ma- it makes me so happy there's something about it but the song has a real like melancholy feel to it that the the song is 
I mean, I don't know who wrote the song. I, I'd have to look it up to tell you. It's, but... um, I watched that uh, prop culture. Oh, it's okay. the guy that... Um, I think he wrote a lot of the music for the show. Okay. Um, Paul, fuck, what is it's, his name? It's a really I, good yeah. blend of major and That's minor a very chords interesting in name. the song. Paul, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, what the fuck? Um, and, and I think I've told the story at least two or three times now. But one more quick version, just in case you haven't watched the Prop Culture show on Disney Plus, which you really should because it's really interesting. Prop culture. Prop mm-hmm. culture. You watched them all with me. Oh, um, okay, okay. I, know I watched three when, of them. When when Jim Henson went into the booth to record Rainbow Connection, he'd sang it like two or three times, and they just weren't happy with it. They kept saying, do it again, do it again, do it again. And then finally, one of the other producers that was there was like, hey, go get Kermit. Go get the puppet. And when he brought the puppet into the booth with him, that's the version you hear in the movie. And Kermit was such a, a, a part of Jim Henson. There was like this other being that lived inside of him, but he couldn't... Because Jim Henson's not a voice actor, right? He's a puppeteer. So he couldn't fully channel Kermit without that puppet on his hand. And there's something about that that's just so beautiful to me. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the I, I love the scene I love the song it's been re- they redid it in uh, the 2011 Muppets movie with Jason Segel and Amy Adams they do a, a new Rainbow Connection I don't think I remember that to be honest um, with you the the whole plot of that movie is the Muppets have to put on like one more show to try to save their theater and that's like the final number that they do mm. in this big show and they they do it as like an it's like all it's like Kermit starts it and then it's like a duet between him and Miss Piggy and then later it's like all the Muppets are all singing okay. with them. Which and that's a good version of that song as well. But you, I but probably don't remember it because it doesn't beat the original. You'll you'll never beat yeah. that Kermit in the swamp on the log with a banjo singing the Rainbow Connection. You'll you'll never beat it. It's so good. So, yeah, just makes me feel all the good feels that 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 scene. Mary, yeah, your number two. My number two is gonna go to my childhood, The Lion King. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because whenever I see I this opening it. scene, it just fills me with joy. Sorry, I'm making fun of Aaron, it, but I'm also listening to you. Okay. Uh, the Lion King brings you joy. The Lion King brings me joy. Yes, that's all I was gonna say. No, keep going. <laughs> what was the Lion King opening? The singing of the Circle of Life. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I love how Erin goes pee when she. Knows I know. She's she's... <laughs> oh, what else about the Lion King? Uh, is the opening scene him like holding the the baby? The... Yeah. yeah the baby so yeah. it's like the big grand opening scene. Uh, the sun is coming up, and then you see all the animals are like trotting around. You see everything from the ant to an elephant to uh, giraffes, and then they all go to Pride Rock, and then they all start bowing because the new king has been born, the prince at this moment, I guess, if you wanted to say. Simba has been born, and then Rafiki comes, Simba. and he puts a, a red line from... Dude, I don't even know what that fruit or whatever is. I don't know. Some juice. Some, some red yeah. juice mm-hmm. uh, on his head. And then Juicy he lifts fruit. him up. And then it it, it goes, Koom, Lion King. <laughs> um, Paul Williams is the guy who did the music for oh, okay. the Muppets. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in because this is actually my number one. Really? I think, I think The Lion King is the greatest movie opening of all time. Um, nice. Wow. Um, be, th- th- there's something wow. that I, I love... <laughs> 
the fact that they just it, it's again this goes back to me being an animation fan that opening scene is gorgeous every background every character in it is i mean just gorgeous all hand painted everything and then i love that they choose to let all the animation do all the like the movie starts and it's really quiet and you just get the little castle thing it says walt disney studios and then you know then you get the sun coming up now nah! Everybody's seen that, right? And then, but there's no like during during any of that. There's no like starring there's Matthew no. Broderick. There's, no, yeah, there's yeah. none of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just the animation. Then right at the end, as the song ends, like of life, boom, Lion King. Yeah, like, I, I I love that. I don't. There, there's something about it that just like it hits me so hard in the chest. And the song, obviously, you get Disney paired up with Elton John. They write a great song. The song's incredible. Everybody's heard it. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it, man. It just if if you haven't seen it in a long time, or you've seen it so many times, you feel like you watch, you raised your kids, and you watch it with your kids or whatever, and it's just been done to death. Like, I I, I don't know. I implore you, go just watch the OVC and the Lion King. Just really watch it, and really just pay attention Take to the in. to the art form as it is. Yeah, it is. It's so incredible. That's interesting. That's the last. I, think it's I know the last you dropped animated. off. That was the one that made me drop off at Disney. That's why I, I called like, oh, you done. uncultured swine because you <laughs> haven't seen Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. There's there's something about like all the animals in the kingdom coming to see the newborn. They gotta see their know. king. Right. Come on. Right. Yeah. Um and then like Even you know, if they were afraid they were gonna be eaten. <laughs> Rafiki it's holding up the baby life. Simba off at Just the edge saying, of the rock. That's, that's iconic. Like Everybody knows it. Right now um yeah I, the lion was, king i remember it uh, it's it's hard to beat it really is a long time ago because yeah. i'm old it, it it's it's so good to the point where when the 2019 lion king came out the john favreau one which you know ha- has its haters has its has its fans i'm not here to necessarily debate the that movie's merit but that scene is so good when they when they did the 2019 one, they did it shot for shot. Like yep. like the the remake of Lion King is Lion King beat for beat. But really? that but the opening huh. scene is shot for shot of the of the but it's in the CG animation mm. and it almost brought me to tears again just seeing it in a new way. It's like this is like it like they were smart enough to know like don't fuck, fuck with, with Mona original. Lisa. Kind of yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> this is one of those things like you just don't mm-hmm. fuck with Hakuna Matata all you want. We'll make a fart <laughs> joke in there that wasn't there before. We'll do whatever. But like Circle of Life, like that opening to Lion King it was like, nope. If you nope. change it, it just messes it up. Well, it mess it up. Leave the Sistine Chapel as it is, man. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to recreate time, this. I do remember it is the type of... Uh, I do remember the, the amount of... Uh, what is it? It's not heat, really, but it was that kind of earth warmth. They really pulled that out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you pull them up, it was really interesting to see when the sun I'm talking comes about, down. about like, the heat wave Well, not effect. the heat wave, but the, I think that as well. But mm-hmm. overall, when you see the circle of life, it is not heavy, but it's almost comforting because right. the way they yeah. shot it, Warm it was, tones. yeah, and yeah. it was like the heat, but it was had that pound because they, right? yeah, exactly. Um, I did, they did really good with that. I do remember that as a as a kid slash. Right. I don't know when did it come 94. out. 94. 94. 94. But I thought I was born in the ninety two and it came out in ninety two. No, it came out in nineteen seventy. I was graduating okay. high school. Aladdin came out in ninety two. Oh, oh, that's what I was. Okay, that's um, all I okay. do remember is is that part that they did get the um, 
I don't know, like the color tone slash it, it made you have a feeling of mm-hmm. either heat, the cold with the hyenas, the the sweltering heat of the jungle. I'm not saying it was epic, mind the you. The color but, palette's incredible. Oh, All they the colors did a good they job used on that. I do remember the sunrise that. and everything. The, this I love this scene so much that this is the what first. What was thing after that... Lion King? Your mom. Well, I know that. What was after Lion King? What was the next big Disney? The hit Lion I... King too. Direct to video, baby. No. Uh, I love this scene so much that this <laughs> no, is the I first thing really that curious. comes to my mind every time the debate between CG animation and hand drawn animation comes up. I'm like, every time I think of that opening thing of, of Lion King, I'm like, murdered. no, you'll you'll never touch it. In my in no. my opinion, like 2D hand drawn no, animation, like. Obviously, 1994, there was some digital effects being used. The stampede, at, at, I think, at that was point. digital. Right, but like, and, oh, and really? there, there's some probably huh. little tools they used in that opening sequence. But for the most part, like, you'll never be that to me. Like, like to I, me? I like 3D animation. I like the, the Disney movies they've done with 3D animation. But like that Lion King opening scene, I'm like, that's that's as good as it gets to me, dude. That, to me, that's I like appreciate per- the Tyler said Hunchback came out in ninety six. Ninety seven. So hmm. the, the, the next one after was Pocahontas because if, if anyone, oh, yeah, if no, anyone I stopped at Lion King. So then. if anyone doesn't know the story, that, and it kind of makes Lion King feel a little more special too. If anyone doesn't know the story, that like, hmm. d- I know the story d- d- during the Disney Renaissance, which is the period from like nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety nine. Um, when like obviously Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, Lion King, all these big gigantic movies came out. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty came Beauty, out. No, no it's, way. Beauty and the Beast is what I meant. Okay. Sorry. I'm <laughs> just like, like goddamn, buddy. L- 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 Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, all those Mulan, right, Disney Renaissance, the eighty nine through ninety nine. Um, D- Disney set their goal. And this was part of Michael Eisner coming on right at the late eighties to kind of take over and save the company. Their goal was we're going to put out a movie a year. Um, and so that's and, about right, though, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so to do that, obviously, right? You have because these movies take two to three years to make. So to do that, you have to have multiple teams working on multiple movies at multiple times. So and you'll have like your main team, right? Like the A team. Um, the A team at the time was working on the Great Mouse Detective. Was no, that was before, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. I love the Great Mouse Detective. A, lo- a lot of the, right. a lot of the top guys at Disney, the top animators believed much more in Pocahontas as a concept than they did in Lion King. So Hmm. they chose to work on Pocahontas. So the team that worked on Lion King, it it, it was kind of this like... Yeah, like Jeffrey Katzenberg was the only one that was really championing Lion King. He really believed in it it, or else it wouldn't have gotten made. But like nobody else in Disney was like... Because that wasn't something they really had done before. Like a lot of people think of Disney as like, oh yeah, talking animals stuff. They hadn't really done a movie like Lion King before. Not in that way, right? They're known for princesses and fairy tales and stuff. Lion King was really kind of a different thing that they had done up to that point. So um, a lot of the top guys like, no, if we have our choice, we're gonna go work. We're gonna work on Pocahontas. We'll do that. You guys go ahead and do this. You had a questionnaire. And then Lion King ends up being one of the highest grossing films of the '90s in total, and it was the highest grossing animated film of all time until I think Frozen broke it. And then now Lion King hmm. took it. Lion King took it back again in 2019, and then hmm. Frozen Two took it in 2019 also. So I have but, to. But yeah. they need to do the Frozen Lion King. But Lion King is like the third highest grossing movie of the 90s, like all, of everything. Like that movie was so fucking huge. So there's multiple things. So Pocahontas is a funny story. My sister actually had to shelve that. It's a fantastic film as well. No, she had to shelve it. As in, at this point in time, her daughter, Kayla, my niece. Oh, my God. 
No, she not? learned a lot of things from that movie. Unfortunately, she said it in the grocery store in the frozen food aisle where my sister had Kayla. She had been about maybe three, maybe four, in the seat. And as I'm she's pushing it, she goes, "Mommy." Mommy, look, a savage. Oh, no. no. Because as you guys Uh, know, one of the songs is Savages. Savages. There happened to be Mexican-American off to the side. The innocence of a child. Mommy, look, a savage. Disney was ballsy in the 90s, man. I tell you, they weren't afraid to go there. My sister (laughs) said she felt, she was like, oh, my God. She was telling this story, and I'm laughing my ass off. And so she had to put the movie up higher. For that one song, because she was like, I can't handle that. Check to my, we watched Beauty and the Bee, I mean, Sleeping Beauty, with my niece, who had been seven or uh-huh, at the time, uh-huh. or seven or eight at the time. That movie is so boring. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sleeping Beauty? Oh, yes. Yeah. So my... I couldn't could, watch Sleeping Beauty as uh, a child. It and, was really boring. Oh, and it then you see, be, uh, like, no, 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 no. And then you see, like, no. Because then you're like, oh, her... Gift is beauty. What is that on our resume? What kind of crap is that? They didn't have resumes yeah. back then. No, but it is bad. As a child, g- like the only things that the I remember girl? as a child from oh. Sleeping Beauty is the the dream, like she's dancing with the owl and stuff, and then the dragon. Anything in between that, Melissa's I was like, I don't remember badass. any of that. That's Melissa's the best part of the movie. <laughs> it scared Jared. My my biggest problem, Jared's my biggest party. problem with, yeah. with Sleeping Beauty, the the thing that's always like. Been this barrier, and again, I love the movie. I I, it's I, I like I, the movie because I, I love Disney. I do I do enjoy the movie. But the biggest barrier for me of that movie I've never been able to get past is this whole idea that like, you know, they have the baby, <laughs> and then they hide, and it. then Ma- Maleficent comes, puts a curse on the baby that she before the sun sets specifically before the sun sets on her 16th birthday she will prick her finger on the spinning wheel and she will die. Right. Mm-hmm. So they even gave her a time specifically before the sun sets. So yeah. the, so they come up with this plan that the three fairies are gonna take this girl. We're gonna move her to the woods They're far, burn far away. All the goddamn we're, we're gonna we're gonna raise wheels. her, and then it finally gets to her 16th birthday, the day of her 16th birthday, and the plan is to take her back, back to yeah. the castle and reunite her with her family. It's not the day after her like, birthday. Like no, the gonna, day of her birthday. Yeah. They're gonna take her do to this. the castle, where Maleficent would be looking for her. On her 16th hey, birthday. they didn't say they were smart the, people. Like, why wouldn't you wait till the day after her 16th birthday? Because that would have made the movie. When you know you're in the clear. True, or like, true. Or like the after movie sunset on her 16th birthday. But that's birthday. what he's saying. Is like, that's his, that's like, his block. They, like, it was, it. it was right there, you guys. There was you a were lot of so blocks close. You couldn't wait one more day. The lack of mm. any feminist power to that and character. And again, it's, it's a fairy tale. It was made so in a lot of these, you, have to, you have to suspend so much disbelief because it's a fairy tale. Well, yeah, but at the I same mean, time, it's three women making the decisions <laughs> too. So wow. Well played, my You don't have friend. to suspend your disbelief not, that much. Not buddy. responsible <laughs> men. That's for damn sure. The responsible <laughs> men in that movie are getting drunk at the dinner table. The two kings with the one. Oh my one god, ball. that was the most <laughs> boring conversation uh, ever. But uh, I did realize after that there is those Pocahontas, beautiful in its essence, but at the same time, so very badly racist at the other's token that it... Well, that's the whole thing, though. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. Disney Savages! A, yeah. yeah. I know, but I'm just saying Disney was, wasn't afraid to conquer some of that shit in the 90s. But it didn't. They, they've got it so conservative so now. We were, poorly. we were watching the, the Simpsons before you he came over. You think it was done poorly? I didn't even they see them in the forefront for people really to well, talk about. Actually. I'm 
sorry, I didn't even see it. I just remember the Savages song. Oh, Maybe we'll you see, need so to so watch that, it. Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe you need to watch it. You're just talking out of your ass. For no, no, I was just saying, I saw the Savages song. I'm sorry. Well, that that, that song is sang by what other... the white people from England that have come to... Should I watch... They're singing that about the Native Notre Americans. Dame? The, the... Yes. Okay. <laughs> what other Disney movie should I watch? All of them. Oh, dear Lord. No, not all of them. Not well, all. You. you can skip I... Chicken Little, I promise you. <laughs> it's the worst movie they've ever You can made. skip really? Chicken Little, yeah. You can skip Chicken Little. Wow. Um, so really? That was, Lion King was your number two, right? Yeah. So now we're on to Aaron's number two. Oh, dear Lord. Um, oh, we did number two. Wait, I thought we were on one now. No no, 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 no. Lion King was your number two. It was my number one. That's why I jumped in. But we still oh, got yeah. Mad so. Max Fury Road. I've never seen that. Great really? Movie. The opening of that? Um, is that the new one? What is the opening? I can't. Can I do? I have remember. do I have a tie or am I owning it? Because I have a tie. If we're gonna go up with oh, ties, you do a beer. I just remember the so opening. Well. So. so, Mad Max: Fear Road and Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was the dichotomy mm. of I saw that in the theater with Kylie, Brandy. It was a group of friends, and it was so off the rails because it was so different you knew it was a horror movie and they're just talking about random shit and it was so well done you didn't know where they were going and they're talking about like what is it like putting on childproof things Mm -hmm. and everything and it was so mundane but it was such crisp cinematography everything about it now mad max fury road that set the stage for that movie which was Ho, ho, ho. He eats the little lizard, and I always felt bad for the lizard. But then you had the whole race, the music pumping, and he was he was going down his beautiful car. It was a big muscle car. He was car. going down on his car? Whoa. No, he was driving down the hill, and that's where it said. And they took him out, and then they hooked him up, and he tried to get away. And he's running down the big alleys slash tunnels. And he's seeing everything going, and then he finally breaks out, and he jumps across to get to the hook, and they grab him back, and then the opening happens. Those two movies both had the most interesting openings, right? Like, you had the action, you don't know what's going on, dude, so keep it to yourself. We had the action-packed movie, at the same time, the Cabin in the Woods opening, that movie ended with, like... Oh, you should do it. Do it again. One more time. I'm not trying to. I promise. One more. That's it. And then you had the action pack at the end. I just love the dichotomy of those two. Well, the cabin, the opening of Cabin in the Woods, because again, you don't know what's going on. Oh, and it all. shows them driving in the little <laughs> golf cart, and like it pauses, and like the music comes on. <gasps> cabin, cabin in the Woods. Like, yeah. What? What, the what is this? <laughs> And then it was also marketed. I remember the marketing for it. Oh, like it I was... thought it was going to be one thing. It was oh, not yeah. that. No, it was. It's it's a good movie. Well, it's Cabin good. in the Woods took a while to get out because it had Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah, it was a and it, they Chris had it filmed for quite some time. And we learn you hear things about like it being a horror movie, but that whole opening threw you. On the other token, Mad Max was it threw you into it. Here's this. It was almost like. Um, crack right like everything was sped up and right when he got into his car and uh started driving down that hill and everybody was at it the film like it 
I don't know if they sped the camera up a little bit, but everything started really fast, and the music was so perfect to it. It's like, and then he's he finally gets all tattooed up and he's shoving out and he's in the water he's trying to get out and he jumps it and then they all pull him back like little zombies it was perfect everything about it but what's cool is one's really toned down ends with this impactful thing and that whole it cabin in the woods was perfect i enjoyed that movie thoroughly and mad max on the other hand Kylie Not got no. He got sick of it because I would put it on. Is that the new one? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mad Max Fury Road. I so would was put this it number on. two? Yeah, yes. You had a tie for number two. Yes, okay. I loved them both. Right. But I have more too if we want to tie more. Yeah, we'll do some honorable mentions. Well, yeah. you talked about Lion King a lot. Well, because this is number one. I was just giving you shit. Kylie oh, number two. My number well, two is Scream. Scream. Oh, oh okay. Tyler, you're number... My number two, which is my last one, since I already talked about number, my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is on a lot of lists of best opening scenes, which is one I couldn't leave off. Uh-oh. And Dark We Night. all look at our Dark list. Night. My number two is the opening oh. scene. That's an honorable Dark mention for me. That's an honorable mention for me. Um, and oh, I, I really mind. thought about putting it and on. One of the big reasons it makes my list is just because the... Uh, the judgment going to this movie of Heath Ledger being cast as the Joker, and look, his his performance has been praised to death. We're not going to do that here because it's been done to death. He's incredible. We all know he's incredible. But when they cast him in that movie, a lot of people are like, fuck, the Brokeback Mountain guy is going to be the Joker? <laughs> and then when they, when they released the first picture of him, they're like, oh, his cheeks look puffy. He doesn't look... You know what I mean? Hmm. There was so much negativity. negativity right, going into that. To dedicate the whole first scene to just setting up how smart and strategical this fucking guy is, the way that strategery these... is the word. Right, <laughs> strategery. Strategery. The way these guys are killing each other off one by one, to where it's just the Joker left with the money at the end. Um, and it's a long. It's like a ten minute scene. It's a mm-hmm. long opening scene, yeah. but it's done really well. It feels very Christopher Nolan. It's, it's very right up his alley. Um, Love, love the line with the guy at the end of the scene where he's like, you know, what do you believe in? You know, I believe whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger, and that's where you get the reveal of the Joker's face for the first time. Um, it, it's just a really good scene. I believe it just perfectly sets up the movie, and it also kind of shuts up the doubters right away because I, I feel like you, the Joker gets you right there. Like, oh, like the, I remember watching that the first time, be like, okay. I'm 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 in. Like I wasn't a skeptic about Heath Ledger necessarily because I, wasn't I, either, I think that, I didn't that even know who was, he was. That, yeah, that <laughs> shit was a little over my head at that point because I was in high school when mm. Dark Knight came out. But I, I was, only knew that it, he died. It is, it is the movie that I now, when someone says like, "Oh, Ben Affleck's gonna be Batman," I'm like, mm-hmm. "Let's wait and see," because Heath right. Ledger shocked the shit out of me. I've <laughs> I've been wrong so many times. I never have judgments about castings anymore. I I. I reserve all judgments now because there's been so many of them. Considering have... I can't remember 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 actors, I can't. Who the hell actors? Yeah. Who the hell thought that Robert Downey Jr. ever deserved another chance? You yeah, know what I, I mean? did. What uh, the hell, and then, dude? I don't. Know. I mean, coming from where he was, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I didn't know anything like, that was going on with him. That's one of the greatest him, comic book castings of all looking time. Looking back now, on it, like, yeah. So, like, it there's just so many of those. Yeah, you can't you can't speak up until you've seen it, but. Um, it's just it, like it, it's perfectly grounded in reality the way that Christopher Nolan's Batman movies are, where it's a bank heist. It feels it doesn't feel necessarily like a superhero movie at all. It just feels like a gangster robbery heist movie in that moment. 
Um, yeah, it's it just really. Good. This is one of those movies that the I fact watched. That Batman's not in it is also. Um, yeah, it's also a point for me because it's the second movie too. You know what I mean? Because it's the second movie of the trilogy, so we know that Batman exists. They weren't already. right up front with shoving Batman, Batman in your face. Yeah. yeah, the fact that they chose not to put Batman in the opening scene of the movie. Actually, you don't even see Batman in the Dark Knight for like you, a few minutes. You after see him after season. that taking the scarecrow down, basically. Right. Well, yeah, when yeah. he does it, the, I'm not wearing hockey pants, but like, <laughs> but like that's a few minutes after yeah. this even. So like, oh yeah, they, no, it is. They, they sat on, but like even the Tim Burton movie. Had to give you Batman pretty early. Right like, away. We can't, we can't sit on this. Yeah. We gotta get... the, the... So, the fact that this was the second movie in, in the trilogy and they it chose to Batman not give you Batman right away, I thought mm. was a really smart choice, but kind of bold. So, the, yeah. This is one that I watched the opening scene to like, okay, is this is this one I want to put on my list? And I ended up watching the whole movie. You watched The Dark Knight? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it again. Watching bit, this after... Because it's, it's one that I watched a lot. Oh, watching yeah. it now... Like, cause I would always go, no, oh, that's that's the, and it is probably the best out of the trilogy. But oh man, there's some some cheesy shit in this. Oh, movie. there is. There oh, is. and it's. I think Batman Begins gets shit on more than it should. I like Batman Begins oh, a yeah. lot. Which one? What's it's that the, that's the first, first one. one? It was good. Um, I, I, I think like, it's... like to me, it's not that far for like people when the Dark Knight came out. They're like, oh. This I think, I'm like I really liked the last one. Yeah. So like, the, I, I, and then Dark Knight Rises just piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dark Knight, I think <laughs> yeah. what was fascinating was it's a few that times concept. I went to the movie theater as mad as I was at the end of that movie. <laughs> yeah. So I, I watched I was, that I was mad. movie I was twice. Very disappointed I was in the mad. theaters. I was straight up mad because the Batman I know, the Batman I've read in comic <laughs> no. books for so many years, it's like he's gonna he, climb he up has that hole. He can't. Like it's a it's a need. It's not a want. Like the like the Batman I know could never just give up being Batman and run away to Paris with Catwoman. There's they, he just couldn't hey, do it. He couldn't do it. I was like, man. no, that's chicken shit, dude. Fuck that. So like, we I, wanted to the, give our Batman a happy the ending. Only thing about fuck you. Dark Knight had me uh, interested was the idea. I think it was Al who mentioned the one reason he didn't like it as much as it. He Joker wasn't an anarchist. He was flat out crazy. And I think in Dark Knight, they had this anarchist where he's like... Oh, he's definitely this. an anarchist in that movie. That, yeah, that version and that's of the Joker the, definitely is. That's the difference where I thought, if you could have made him batshit crazy, where it wasn't... An, there was nothing... Like, you can't peg the Joker with... But in a way, isn't anarchy crazy? In Ooh. A, Ooh. <laughs> in yeah. I mean, it, it works from for that certain version of, of Joker. Yeah, for that oh, version. But that was... That was the most intriguing thing, and I thought about it. If they would have just took him and like bent him slightly more, where the end wasn't anarchy, <laughs> bent him like Brokeback Mountain. it would have been awesomer. Anyways, <gasps> are we at her number one? number one? My number one was Watchmen. Oh, that's right. Uh, do we have I'm any ones left? I do. Yeah, Aaron. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised th- my number one has not come up on anyone's list. Yet. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's a good um, one. That's a good okay. one. Yeah. yeah. Are you shitting me? He gets chased by a boulder. Spiders. Web. Spider webs. Everything about the beginning of Raiders of throw the Lost. Throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. I know. And he it's does it. Oh, he, he does, does it. it. I have Raiders to admit. Is such a good fucking movie, <laughs> uh, dude. Oh. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now you look back. He's stealing this priceless heirloom of this... Of this Native American, it just progressively this, get worse after that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But they the Temple of Doom do. was the worst. I feel. Yeah, it may have been. Is that the one with Shia LaBeouf? No, no, no that's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 
I just, I you do think about all the uh, people that were they really ran out of ideas. They really ran out of ideas at the end. They were like. Aliens? Don't even You're get highly like, started on this conversation. I, I had no problem with Let's that. Let's pull it it's back no to Aaron. It's no more fictional than any of the other shit they did. He's got it, a okay. point. It's no more crazy than any of the other crap. Don't let me finish my tell before right, you guys go. Sure. Don't poke <laughs> Kylie on this until all I'm saying is you have this archaeologist who's taking things from a country of origin, possibly stealing it. Now, if you look at it, it's not exactly the most ethical thing to be taking something from I mean, the culture. natives were trying to kill him when he was getting to the plane, Just for saying, But at the time, that thing was epic. Everything about it, and he gets on the plane, and the whole movie has nothing to do with the Amazon. It goes into the desert, but it was so good. But that boat, that scene where he's running, he thinks he's done, you hear that go. And he turns around. And there's that big boulder. Oh, oh my, God. my God! And he has the like. That's classic. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, this is your introduction, right? This is oh, your yeah. introduction to who Indiana Jones is, and it's so well done. So I think my fave or my favorite comes from my family has a horrible sense of humor. We all do. We're all messed up in my family. There's a movie called UHF, and I'm not surprised you guys Wait, haven't. So what's your number one? I'm confused now. It Raiders. is Raiders of the Lost oh, okay. Ark. But the We're reason I like it is tangent. because UHF has a whole scene. Uh, UHF? About United the Hockey. Highway Factory. It's the uh, Weird Al Yankovic movie. Feminism. Huh? Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, well. Do you know who UHF. Weird Al Yankovic is? See, that's why I said they wouldn't know and it. And Kramer's in it. Kramer's in it. Oh, my yeah. God. It's, United Hockey Feminist, it's, it's right? Kramer. It's Kramer. United Hockey Feminist. Nah, it's UHF. It's all it is. <laughs> United <laughs> Hockey Feminist. It is makes it ten times epic Sorry. because as a kid we watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and then you add that humor of UHF to it. I just unholy hose fucking. <laughs> no, it's just UHF. Seriously, I'm sure that's I have it. That DVD. It's a. It's not yeah. an acronym. It's UHF. It, it is for. I think it, I bought it the same day. Te- I bought televisions back, back when we were kids. It was it's UHF. It's U- yeah. On the UHF channels. Oh, it's oh, it's okay, awesome. I don't know it has is. every. Of course you wouldn't. No, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. So, could you? I wouldn't okay. know what the fuck that is. No. <laughs> it's like if we told children you need you need an aux cord, they'd be like, what? Yeah, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It reminds me of, I remember as a kid. It was awesome. Everything about it. Kylie, you're number one. I'm ready. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. <gasps> yes! Great scene. I've yeah. never seen it. It was oh on a lot God. of lists I looked at. Oh, it was, uh, it was It was, it was tough because there's some, I mean, Kill Bill Volume 1 was up. Was it's on my list, too. Contender. Tarantino does, does really good openings. Um, from Dust Till Dawn has oh, a really good I opening. I was wondering Never if that was on. Um, oh, my God. Oh, you would you love From would Dust love. Till Dawn. It's a horror movie, and you didn't know it was coming. It, yeah, it starts well, out now as a, I know. It starts out as a bank heist movie, and then halfway through turns into a vampire, vampire horror movie. movie. It's, oh, okay. it's really cool. Oh, it is epic. Um, yeah, Inglorious Bastards is... I just remember watching that in the theater, and I was like... And he's such a good actor. Oh. Christoph oh. Waltz. Oh yeah, he's such a horrible. <laughs> His performance in that movie, dude, is is beyond it's, fucking. Great. He's he's good. He's very good. Everything about Waltz it. Inglorious Bastards is the shit. 
It was it was the spacing. It was the timing. It was you're right. Tarantino he has this way of it's the communication. Tarantino has a way of grabbing you with that opening and. Uh, but like, he likes and he, that. He's similar talking, to the thing right? I was talking about Pixar earlier. Dude's just a fucking storyteller. Mm. I mean, just a a master storyteller. Yeah. But you. Every he, bone in his body. But I feel Inglorious Bastards for him was more of a straightforward opening oh, for him right. yeah. <laughs> where you have a still very dark a, a very though. oh yeah very much so um oh, glorious bass is such a good movie and i but and i don't like war movies but he does like, not and tarantino, tarantino did it well <laughs> yeah but no i think it is really that everything was set up so brilliantly and you think of the costuming slash well and he gives you the creeps he's being so nice and, and polite you know, you know and you have the, right. the the tension though oh the yeah tension the, is and so the, the jews that are hiding under the floorboards oh, and, yeah. and you're just like oh where is this gonna go and, and it goes to those places you don't want it to and oh, yeah. he's such a douche nozzle but the but... opening scene also is basically the downfall of everything because right. he lets that one girl get away yep and like there, Tarantino's smart. You know, just doing. There's your story, right? There sets up everything else. So I do have runner-ups. Can I just say them now? Because I'm so excited. Well, we'll go around. Oh. We'll go yeah, around. settle down, Sorry. Jesus. So just to be, <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear here, my number one was Lion King. Mary's was Watchmen. Kylie's is Inglorious Bastards. Aaron's was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Great. Oh, that was so much fun. Um, uh, honorable mention that I want to mention. Logan. Logan's is good. Um, Wait, what? What's the opening of Logan? It's, uh, uh, he's beat, he's in the he's sleeping in the limo uh, and then he gets beat right. up and then okay. he he also right. takes out a bunch of guys. What that's was Aaron's number one again? Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, an honorable mention I wanted to mention. Haha, mention mention. Real quick is uh, Force Awakens, and. I got thinking because I love Star Wars. I really do. And I got thinking through Star Wars. I don't feel like Star Wars has a lot of strong opening scenes. Uh, for for me, if I was going to put one down, it would be A New Hope. New Hope? Because watching but even that then, theater, I, I have and it's to... Just, and I'm just talking about that scroll. The music, right. the scroll. Watching that for the first time as a child in the theater. Mm-hmm. It was like I've never seen. I this have before. to put myself in, nothing... in the shoes of like trying to imagine seeing this back in the day and thinking how revolutionary it probably was but I'm, I'm going with force awakens just because obviously the hype of star wars coming back after a 10-year hiatus a lot of pressure and everything i think the opening scene for for force awakens really works with poe and bb-8 where they're on jakku and um the the first yeah. order shows and up kylo comes here, here's, in. Yeah, here's your, and and remember at this point you don't know where the kylo ren character goes regardless of what you think of him later he's you see him fucking blaster the fucking met, yeah and when we were in the theater, I, I got a little chills when he was like, when they were like, you know, what do we do with the rest of them? I was like, kill them all. Hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, this guy is not to be fucked with. Yeah. And I just really think it was like, it, it got me right back in. I was like, okay, all right. I mean, I was already there, but it, I just felt like they did a really good job of like getting everybody on the hook to go, it's Star Wars, we're doing it. We're yeah. going to fucking do it. Here it is. It's the same shit you saw before. They're looking for a droid <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one, because he has plans. That almost made me like. <laughs> oh. 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 
then there's a poor kid in the desert that has a hidden talent. <laughs> I know. Stop me if you've heard this one before, you guys. Do you have any runner-ups? Really? Well, we mentioned them all, really. I have a couple more. She but said she had a hard, a difficult time with this list. So. Let Aaron name up no, a couple No, no, what before. were your others? Uh, one other one I had, I didn't want to put on the list just because it is such kind of a... We were going to make fun I mean, of you? I mean, Mary got to do Monty Python, so I guess I could have done it because I, I didn't want to do like a comedy movie, I guess, for some reason. Why? I don't know. Maybe I should have. Now I'm feeling stupid for not doing it, but uh, I really, I think the opening scene to The Hangover is is really good. The way it just <laughs> the drops ori- the you. Original. Yeah. yeah, the way it just drops you in. They're all fucking dirty and beat up, and You're it's like, like we fucked up. It's like we, we lost Doug. And then the way, the way it just backs up, like it, that's a great opening scene you, that just drops mm-hmm. you into the you middle of everything. You should have gone with it. And it's like, Oh shit! And then it goes back to like here's four days earlier. There, there were a few movies like that that I thought about putting on my list, but because you don't you don't get the whole scene. It's mm-hmm. like you get half of right. it. It backs up and then Those it takes you up ones... back up to that. I'm like right. I'm not calling that an opening scene because you're not getting the full. And that's it's fair. It's a flashback. And, that, and that's no. why it's an honorable mention. But I do think it's really yeah. strong. Oh my god, it's funny as hell. It's really strong. So speaking of strong. No, just kidding. Uh, mine is the Evil Dead remake at the oh, beginning. Yeah. If you haven't seen the Evil Dead oh, remake, yeah. it's fucked up. It I is. I remember sitting in the theater going, oh, "This is going to be a lot fuck- more fucked yeah, up than I thought me. it was going to be." I was dragged to the remake with my husband and my best Whatever, friend. Whatever, you were excited. Whatever. I was, uh, and both of them had the more. They were more. Sounds like some revisionist history. Gruesome. <laughs> But that whole beginning part was creepy, and it maintains a creepiness even watching it on a YouTube video on a tablet with my mom on the couch and me. It is creepy. Dad! This is when they tie her up and burn the daughter. Oh, I know, and they track her down, and then he's like, honey, you killed your mother. It was Mm. awesome. Second one was Predators, the one with... uh... Adrian Brody. Yes! Lawrence Fishburne. He's dropped. He just wakes up and he's falling in the sky, and he's just falling towards a planet, and he has no idea who or what he is. He can't figure out how to get a parachute, and all the scene is him falling towards the planet. And Predators is one of the most underrated movies. I'm, I'm not a Predator fan. Holy like the first shit, one's fun, but man. like bring Robert Rodriguez in and do a fucking Predator movie. You, you got oh it. my god, he, this he movie it. is a shit and it's underrated. Okay. My last one is Dread. I love the beginning of Dread, hmm. where he's in his little his motorcycle and he's like, "Oh, he is a civilian." <laughs> We're taking him down. And so he's going through the whole like city and then he chases a guy in the mall and the guy's like, you can't shoot me. It's a hostage situation. And the guy shoots him in the head and it starts the whole movie. So yeah, I'm going to say Evil Dead Remake. Got that one, got that one, got that one. Predators, if you haven't seen it, see it. And Dread. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Avengers Endgame. Don't judge me. Just because, opening. Just, just because, and the the what reason the I mean the con- the context Hawkeye. is important here because oh, for, for okay. me, Infinity it. War was this big giant thing, right? We all looked forward to it so much, and when we saw it, it I mean it was it lived up to everything, but everyone walked out of that movie just talking about everyone wanted to talk about the ending of that movie. They fucking killed off half but the Avengers. It was a sad and, movie, and then all of a sudden you you get to like a year later. Right now it's been a year, so. 
we've all had the conversation. We've all talked about it. It's like, okay, now where are we going? That movie immediately, and when Endgame comes out, it immediately puts you right back, like, just a reminder, here's where we're at. Mm. And the opening mm, scene with Hawkeye, so where his whole family just disappears, it immediately just, okay, oh, fuck, all right, okay, I remember, I remember where we're at. And I, there's, there's a beauty of that to me, where it was just, it wasn't good it enough was to get sad. on my list, but just a really good scene of, again, setting the tone, like, just in case you forgot, we know it was last year, here's where we're at. They're fucked. They're all fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that one. That so was my my two Marvel ones that were runner up were the first Avengers movie and Infinity War. The openings for those. Hey. What's the opening to Infinity War? Infinity War is oh, the whole. Oh, with, oh, with Thanos on the ship. He yeah. kills all of the Asgardians yeah, yeah. and then they That's send Hulk sweet. down. That's pretty. Sweet. And it's just Hulk going. He's coming. Thanos is coming. And then pff, then you're into the the yeah, opening title. You, you get title. the you get the re. Uh, uh, we got Ooh, a whole, we have a whole sad. line, which was pretty yeah. sweet. Killing kill Lo- Loki. Killing Loki, yeah. yeah. So what was... Killing Idris Elba because he's been trying to get out of those movies Avengers since he got was, in no, I was Avengers funny. was... Uh, Shield, I, I right? love the opening Loki of Avengers because at that point we've had all the build up to this and okay, now we've just, now we're in, boom, right from the start, action movie and right. we've got the shit going. It was, that was good. Because it was kind of like, we, nobody, I think the... Uh, it's a movie I'm not even as big of a fan of it as some other people are, but I think the opening to Age of Ultron is really is really strong. Which one was that? It's it's just all the Avengers storming that base. Yeah. With, and it just it just drops you into a cool action scene because it's like yeah we've seen the Avengers form we don't need to see it. just show me some cool shit and it, it gives you that <laughs> right yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious what else is on that little list of yours. Uh, the only two, like, It Might Get Loud had a fun little opening scene for me where Jack White's just building oh, the guitar. Oh, that was amazing, guitar. yeah. Um, I talked about Dust Till Dawn and... Oh, that um, was so much was, fun. Um, I really wanted to put a James Bond movie on my top five, but it just didn't quite hit it, and there's a lot of great openings for Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but my runner-up was Spectre, the last one that has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of, like, the... 13 minute opening sequence the first five minutes is just one shot and it's uh, amazing they're in mexico city he's walking down the street they go into the hotel they go into right. the elevator they go up into the room he walks out of the window walks across the all in one shot and it's mm. just like and like that last mm. when he's on the building like, it turns into a crane shot like the logistics of doing this with right. all these extras what is, is it about the amazing. one shot and that's one because of- it's it's just a lot of so I don't know if you guys ever that. watched the Hitch. I mean, this is dating us. Hitchcock. Me and my mom were looking at some of those. It was, I don't know if it was Vertigo or was it, what which was Hitchcock? He actually planned. He was a horror director. Yeah, but he planned the whole scene. It was either one of whole, the. He did a whole movie that was one shot. Yeah, and it was impressive. What? Yeah, it was called Rope. Huh. And the With other one was, it was, I don't know if it was Sunset Boulevard. There was another one, but I That's told. Not there was something about Hitchcock, and he was panning through, and they're following the individual down the street. I remember that. Vertigo? Maybe that was it. But was I Vertigo told, or rear, rear Window? They, those both have. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to my mom about that, and I was like, I can't put those on because. Um, they wouldn't know what it is. Well, the last one I wanted to mention that was I really struggled not putting on my list is. A movie called Way of the Gun. <gasps> oh my god! That? Are you serious? I can't believe you. either. That was epic, and it was just horribly epic. Mm-hmm. Oh, it so is. it's uh, it's Benicio del Toro and <laughs> Ryan Philippi, and it's it's in that 
era of Tarantino and everyone wants to be like the next Tarantino mm-hmm. when they're coming oh, out with these weird clearly, movies yeah. like that. But the opening sequence of this is they're like a, there's like a club and these people are lined up to get into this club and you've got the parking lot. Um, clearly what we did back and in the day. The two, the two guys, it's Benicio Del Toro and, and Ryan Phillippe, they go and they sit on somebody's car and it's like a nice fancy car and the alarm goes off and it's it's this big dude standing in line and sarah silverman is the oh, girlfriend right. and he you know he Love like her. he's like hey get off the car and they just kind of look over and they just like go about their conversation and sarah silverman being sarah silverman Perfect. she's got a mouth on her and right. so like the and the boyfriend is this jacked big guy but he's not saying anything. It's Sarah Silverman that just comes up and she's like, hey, jackass, get off, get off the fucking car. car. And they just you? keep ignoring her. So she's like, she, like the, <laughs> the words spewing out of her mouth oh, it's epic. is like, like she's putting curse words together you've never thought of putting together. Right. And she comes, they come walking down and she's just in their face, you know, dick fucker, blah, blah, and just screaming at him. And they're just like staring. And she's like, he's going to kick your ass and blah, blah, blah. And she's just in their faces cursing him out <laughs> and, this and is then the and part. the boyfriend isn't saying anything she's just she's just this loudmouth bitch and they're staring at her and and then he finally you know finally when she takes a breath he goes she's not kidding i'm gonna kick your ass he's like Ugh. okay and they he cocks his you know ryan Phillippe, i think cocks his fist back and you think he's going to hit the boyfriend, and he, he just, just clocks wa- Sarah Silverman. Yeah, it like, was, and you're like, yes, that's what I wanted was, to see. It was epically <laughs> horrible. And then, of course, they get their asses kicked. But right, right. Just that opening scene. Is it is. Good. I forgot about that. That is one of those moments where you. it was hilarious and horrible at the same time. The only but, other quick one I had, real quick, that wasn't quite good enough to make on my list, but I still really enjoy is, Bohe- is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And mm-hmm. uh, the... Because oh, I, I, I think because it's the opening, I, the live aid. I, opening yeah, I think that opening scene is yeah. so good about like showing you what you want and then not giving it to you. Like, I mean, and yeah. all of it's set to "Somebody to Love," which is a great song, and it just perfectly sets up. And you're seeing them setting up all the amps and the guitars coming out of the case, and then that last shot of shooting Rami Malek from behind as Freddie Mercury as he's running up the ramp to go to the stage, and mm-hmm. right there, like. I remember in the theater being like, oh, I'm fucking ready. And it's like, yep, we're not giving you that. We're going way back. And it's like, it, it's just so good about like getting you there. Like, oh, yeah, let's go. And it's like, nope, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. About two hours you can have that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I do wonder, though. Kind of pulls the rug out from you, which I really which I really like. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel kind of weird about saying this because I'm not one who goes out of the house. But COVID is kind of... <laughs> ruined a lot of things i'm not one that goes out of the house i don't i'm like lazy i don't really wash myself with the rag on a stick i do remember the times where we all went to theaters and enjoyed it and now it's kind of like times of 2019 yes right it's the weirdest feeling where i was like i'm fine with it well concerts i kind of miss but i do miss miss concerts i i I don't miss theaters at all i really don't i thought i would i I don't. don't I don't know opening night movie theaters because that's for, cer- uh, for certain movies yes. for See? certain movies. All right, so, give so, it something like a Star Wars or an Avengers Endgame or whatever. What is it was when awesome you... to have a crowd there the hype to of the cheer. Whole exactly. When you things. spent the night outside to go see a Star Wars movie, but, or oh, we you never know? did that. We, I did. we had the age of technology. We just reserved seats. No. But, <laughs> Are we just doing? Oh, yeah. I well, just you, remember. You, you don't remember the days oh, no. of having oh, to fight I, for seats. I did. No. Me and my, my little bro, we had a tent. We slept outside for our tickets. I didn't. 
Yeah, well, Any it was tough. For you, Mary? Come Mary on, Mary. She Nothing? said no. Okay. Well, uh, I'll make mine short and sweet. My weekly picks this week are just the five movies I mentioned. All of them. All right. On. Really good. Or at least Kylie those. O- or at least down. those opening scenes. At the very least. Mm-hmm. Go oh, watch. So we're not actually scenes. doing weekly picks. No, he, he, you want he to. is. I'm saying, He's that's just saying the, yes. My weekly picks are those five. And I'm quickly becoming that. Before Bernie Sanders was famous for a, a meme of him with mittens <laughs> on, he was famous for another meme. I'm quickly becoming that meme where I'm like, I'm here once again asking you to watch WandaVision yeah. <laughs> every week <laughs> because it's so goddamn good. So, WandaVision plus the five oh. movies. I Is mentioned. that your pick, Kylie? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, what's your weekly pick? Uh, my weekly pick is going to be another anime. I'm ready. It's called The Promise Neverland. Um, uh, quickly, without spoiling anything, it's about... Peter Pan. Uh, children uh, they're in an orphanage or a foster home whatever you want to call it Lost Boys and they're being raised by a mother figure Mary and they're no (laughs) Uh, and so once they get to the age of six they can start being adopted Logan run but once you get to the age of 12 (gasps) you get sent out of the house um, uh, to be adopted, and that's how uh, I'll eaten. leave that. Okay, but be it's adopted. really good. It's in its second season. I don't want to ruin oh, it because it's, a, it's okay. only in its second season, and a lot of people still haven't seen it, so I don't want to ruin it. But give it the first episode. If it intrigues you, keep watching. Erin, um, I weekly worked a lot picks. this week. Uh, I can't. F- Perry Mason. Perry, Perry Mason. Uh, I asked Kylie, what did we watch? We watched. Uh, the you can new- just cop out and say the things that you said on your yeah your your list. She's, she's calling you cop out, man. We wa- we finished up the stand this <laughs> watched week. Watch the Muppets. We watched. Uh, it's, it's still fucking. If good. I wish to say anything, Shaun of the Dead. You know, I would say okay, guys. My pick of the week is Predators. Okay. Because that movie fucking rocked. And it was a first-time director who was produced by Rodriguez. I thought Rodriguez directed it. No, it was the first-time director. Rodriguez produced it. They were both on the commentary. It was a fascinating commentary. Fascinating. Do you guys not watch commentaries? No. Oh, my God. They're awesome. Um, You should watch a commentary for... uh, Only Seinfeld ones, but... Really? Yep. You should watch commentary for the British one okay. was your first so, one. So anyway, the Predators. What was the British one and I've been drinking? I don't know. The one with the clippity cloppity clip. Monty Python and the Holy Yes, Girl? that is a really good commentary. The British one, the clippity cloppity clip. <laughs> okay, so Aaron's is Predators. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are all so demeaning about it. Yes, Predators. Demeaning. <laughs> Kylie? Um, my pick of the week is the newest issue of Department of Truth. Oh. By James. What Cameron. happened? In issue number five, I had to get it on the Um you find out the comic the uh the main character that was chosen uh to be a new member of the Department of Truth was actually being pursued by the Department of Lies. The, the agent it's called oh. the Black Hat. This is the oh. agency that's like sp- spreading the 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 false stuff out there. 
So that's why Department, Department of, of Lies would be cooler. Jumped on, jumped to get him really quick because they knew the bad guys wanted him. But mm. the you know the bad guys came and talked to him, of course, and said, "No, you're working for the bad guys." And so it's it's you know they're <laughs> twisting things. It's and, yeah. it's so, right. Wait, in theory, Department of Lies was accurate. Well, no, it's uh, the black hat, but whatever. Tyler, what are we doing next week? I was hoping somebody would talk long enough to distract me. Oh, well, here we are. He's he's looking. Kylie, we have comics. What are we doing next uh, week, you guys? You guys? I I did also read uh, Terry Moore's uh, (gasps) serial number one that was good, but I feel I need another issue to see where it's going to go. Next week is our creator focus on Terry Dotson. Oh, shit. Mm, He is. There is a lot on him. So Beautiful. enjoy that. I have so many statues of Terry Dots and stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed our list. Let us know if there's a great opening scene of a movie that we missed. I would like Oops. to know. I mean, did you you guys mentioned you looked online? Godfather had a been. You've seen that constantly, oh, yeah. right? The Godfather. Two thousand one was never one seen that the popped Godfather. up on yes! list. Yes, yeah. what was that? The that Odyssey? Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, the Godfather was another one I thought was confusing. The Godfather has a great opening scene. It just wasn't one that spoke to me specifically. Yeah. So. There was a lot. I'm not I a didn't Godfather know. fan. Right. So let us know. Until next time, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Marin. I'm Callie. Fuck Comics Gate. See you next week. Fuck Charles.